no worries at all. Can you just tell us a little bit about leading teams and, and how you started this idea? Because I remember when it first um, it first came onto the scene, basically leading teams, everybody was talking about it. Every sporting <laughs> club wanted to use you guys. Can, so, mm. can you explain how you, you, you thought about this idea? Yeah, well, after I'd left teaching, left Donald, um, I had a brief well, five-year period in the Air Force and was working in um, with some of the air crew in Adelaide uh, doing a, a leadership and sort of team development program and I got an opportunity to uh, do some work at Central District Football Club, uh, which had been pretty poorly performed. It would have gone on to be a, a pretty powerful club and that gave me the opportunity to frame together the work and um, I left the Air Force and... Um, started the consulting business and Stan Els at St Kilda Football Club in 1994 um, gave me my first opportunity and I guess we've been tied up in AFL but all other elite sports um, at some stage uh, throughout that last period. So uh, on top of that, uh, now we're, we're about 80% of our work is corporate but we've still got a fair presence in, uh, in you know, the AFL in particular. So it's been a great journey. And obviously you've built it up to the business that it is, Ray. And are you able just to explain to the listeners what you do and if you take a football club as an example, what is, a, I guess, a bit of a scenario of what your team and company does? Yeah, sure. We've, um, we've always focused on the idea that you can get um, more out of teams when you can have the team itself buy-in. Um, when I first started, I, I know that Paul Ruse uh, used to say to me that he played 350 games of footy and can't recall a coach asking him what he thought. So I guess we were always uh, building to try and um, make sure that the players were more invested um, and, um, you know, to drive performance. So that, that's the key to our model. Is, I, I guess the, the word is empower the players uh, somewhat uh, and um, have them take more responsibility for performance. So, um, you know, that, that's the, the nub of what we do. Um, and... Uh, you know, over the period of time, um, have had a, a fairly strong degree of success with you know a number of teams we've worked with. So that's been uh, that's been pleasing. So Ray, who are some of the teams that you have worked with, and what's one or two things that you took away from them, and maybe more importantly, they took away from you? I've, look, I think uh, it's been well documented that our relationship with the Sydney Swans has been going since two thousand and two. Um, I think what I took away from there is that if you're prepared to set a really strong culture and everyone stick to it, then um, you, you really do build a strong base of leadership. Um, I look now uh, at that sort of progression of leadership through the swans that's gone on for that you know, nearly 20-year period. Um, that's been a really key um, point to them being you know, over, over the journey, uh, a, a strong team. Um, we've had, we had a strong presence and I've um, gone back into Hawthorne this year, but we've on and off, we've um, been working with them uh, since 2004. Um, and, I, and I think they would be the same thing. When you see that, really, you develop that strong uh, player leadership group, um, a strong culture that the team buys into, then I think you give yourself the best chance for, for success, corporately or sport, mind you. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's been, it's been a fantastic ride, really. So. Ray, can anyone lead? Can you teach leadership? Yeah, I think so. I think um, one of the things uh, that, that we think is if you understand um, how you want your organisation to be, what sort of culture you want, then you can actually 
give people a roadmap. Um, I think for a period of time, um, you know, some of the some of the captains at some of the clubs we worked out wouldn't have necessarily been the best players. Um, and we think leadership, particularly, that's that's why we take a, a bit more team orientated approach to it. We think if you can get a great group of leaders, they they complement one another. And then you can teach them, you know, some of the skills, if you like, that they need to to improve their leadership. So, yeah, we have a strong belief that um, that leadership can be taught if the if the person, um, you know, is is obviously willing to uh, put the time in to develop the skills. Yeah, it's interesting to hear you say that, and obviously your teaching background would give you, a, you know, a bit of a foundation in terms of leading and leading people. And we've seen, you know, coaches teaching orientated Mm. and the movement Mm. especially in professional sports of you know they don't have to have played the game or Mm. um stuff like that do you see that changing in terms of even just an afl landscape of the people leading the club i think so um i think you know we've we've got one of our one of our um team working with brisbane or has with the with brisbane for the last two or three years and i think chris fagan's a, a good example of that um someone who didn't play AFL level, he was a, a very good state level player in Tassie, but came from a teaching background, uh, worked in football administration, um, had a very sound coaching background, and I think we're starting to um, see that, you know, that can be highly valuable. Um, it's not just a transition from playing to coaching. So, um, yeah, I, I think we'll see more of that. Um, I think there'll be a challenge, obviously, in football, uh, you know, the, the, the major uh, male codes anyway, where uh, we're going to undergo uh, a, a pretty solid change in the in the next year or two due to, well, probably beyond that with COVID, um, the reduction of numbers in, in football departments and and, um, and that sort of thing. But I, I think that emergence of that type of person where... Um, um, you know, they bring they bring just more than the fact that they might have played the game is going to be. That uh, we'll see more of that. Right, it's not uncommon to watch sports broadcasts and hear them say, "Oh, he's a natural leader, or he's such a great leader." If you take yep. a young athlete at the start of their career, are there mm-hmm. signs that they're going to be pretty progressive in that space, or does it oh, basically yes. depend a lot of coaching and environment that you might surround that young athlete with? I, no, I think I think everyone brings their own start point and sometimes you will see uh, a younger player in the early days where you think gee um, you know he or she uh, working in you know netball and other sports as well um, he or she uh, seemed to have some of those really good attributes and that could be from you know having uh, played leadership roles in their earlier years and um, you know sound sound upbringing all those sorts of things Um, and then it's really what you do with them from there but Oh, there's no doubt I've seen um, some young players arrive at a club and you and you think, well, if we can uh, harness, you know, this particular person, um, we think we've got some, uh, you know, some real leadership capability there. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's just about where they start from and some might have just started a bit further down the track, but it's then their capacity to want to improve. So um, I remember many years ago, at, I was at St Kilda when Nick Rewalt um, first walked through the door and you sort of had a sense the way he trained, the way he worked, the way he demanded of others. You thought even at that young age, gee, um, you know, uh, we've, we've, we've got something here that you can work with. So, yep, that can happen. But I've also seen players who might have had to come through the rookie system, fight for their life and, and um, you know, still become really strong leaders. Um, you know, Tom Harley, Captain Geelong and... and uh, 
Sam Mitchell was a you know come come the hard way into AFL and and was a, a great leader with Hawthorne. So um, you know they can all take different paths. It's it, it's um, it's really what they want to do once you get them. And and more importantly, I think um, whether you are clear as a club about the culture you want, and then that gives the player a roadmap to leadership too. This has been great having you on on the show here, Ray. We're nearly running out of time, but the last one. Um, I've got about yep. a couple of minutes left, but the last one I'll, before we let you go, if yep. you're a, you got your family or you're running a business at the moment, you've been doing it tough in COVID nineteen. Yep. How do you lead your family or your business during a, a period like this? Well, I've I've been doing a lot of work recently with a, a, a CEO forum, and I think the the one thing is to be really clear about your purpose as a business, um, as a you know, as a family as well. But if you're clear about that, then um, you you can um, gather yourself fairly quickly. So even at leading teams, we weren't sure how COVID would affect us. But, you know, our capacity to know that we, we want to help teams and individuals improve performance, um, that, that for me is a very important rallying point and a strong culture. Um, if, you didn't, if you didn't do the work on that pre-COVID, it's a bit like not doing the work on that and then you find yourself under pressure. Um, I, I think the, the groups that have done that will, will find a way out the other side. Um, I, and and if, if, team, if teams have struggled, then that's a really great place to start when you get people back together again, you know, that reminder of why we actually are in business and why we're doing what we're doing. You could speak to you all day and learn so much. Um, we appreciate your time, Ray. Great to see that you're, you're still supporting your local town and you don't forget where you come from. Good on you, mate. Thank you very much. No, yeah. and I won't do that. So I, I, I really, uh, I'm enjoying listening to the to the cup day um, and you guys. Thanks a lot. There we go.